These are some of the major stories this week which made the news in The Hunter. The University of Newcastle defended the use of animals in its research projects. The Herald reported almost 50,000 rats, fish, horses and dogs were used in research projects over a three-year period, with the vast majority being rats and mice which were destroyed on completion. The university's Vice-Chancellor of Research and Innovation, Deborah Hodgins, Deborah Hodgins said while they appreciate it's a challenging subject, it remains key to answering biological questions to help find better ways to treat disease, addiction and illness. Centennial Coal agreed to delay plans to begin seismic testing and drilling in Lake Macquarie for a week to allow for community input. The phone system at Lake Macquarie MP Greg Piper's office went into meltdown last Friday afternoon when word of the proposed testing started to spread. The company wanted to conduct a survey of the bedrock on the seafloor to determine if coal mining can continue safely below the seafloor at its Myuna mine. Greens groups and fishers worried about the impact on marine life and the disturbance of sediment on the lake's floor, which contains heavy metals like zinc and lead. Although Centennial has been granted approval for the seismic survey, Green's Upper House MP Abigail Boyd said there had been no community consultation. It was unveiled $3.2 million worth of solar panels would be installed on the roof of John Hunter Hospital in June or July, expecting to save the hospital around $800,000 a year. The project would produce enough energy per year to power the equivalent of around 200 homes and is set to be completed by the end of the year. Hunter New England Health's Ramsey Award said the project symbolises a move towards better environmental practice. Around 200 angry parents of children at Newcastle East Public School demanded answers over the handling of the school's asbestos crisis. Education Minister Sarah Mitchell, health experts and department staff addressed parents on Monday night at a meeting called to provide more information amid fears children may have been exposed to friable asbestos. The minister told parents she was not happy with the way the situation had been handled. Many parents at the meeting felt they had been misled when they were told the school was cleared to open for the new school term. A hygienist told the meeting samples taken suggested the level of contamination was no higher than would be found in the wider community. Newcastle Council decided to fund the redevelopment of the city's ocean bath after its expression of interest process failed to attract acceptable plans from the private sector. Council will now form separate community reference groups for the Newcastle and Merriweather baths. It was hoped the reference groups would guide the development of restoration plans in line with community expectations. A teenage surfer was rescued after being swept out to sea at Redhead Beach. Two 17-year-old boys entered the water at about six on Tuesday night and became separated in the large ocean swell. One of the boys returned to shore, but the other was heard calling for help after losing his board and being swept out to sea. The Hunter's Westpac rescue helicopter found him about 500 metres from shore and winched him on board. He'd been in the water for about 45 minutes. The boy was treated for exhaustion at the beach car park before being taken to John Hunter Hospital as a precaution. The University of Newcastle denied claims at spying on students through the use of a new phone app. The university began a trial of the app last month, which keeps track on whether a student is in class, using the location data from their phone. Students said it's an invasion of privacy. However, the university said it doesn't track a student's movements outside the classroom and uses the app for student support to see if they're keeping up with their studies and help determine if more support is needed. The university said participation in the trial is optional. Organisers of the Newcastle show were locked in a pay dispute with ride operators, threatening the viability on next month's show. The Herald reported show organisers wanted to increase the fee charged to the Showman's Guild to $90,000, an increase on $20,000 on last year's fee. Show Association President Daniel Wallace claimed the Guild has a history of screwing the show down to the lowest rate possible, putting the show in financial difficulty. Guild President George Pink said while the yearly fee continues to rise, gate takings are not rising, making it difficult for ride operators to make money. Two people accused 
accused of mail theft around Newcastle were due to face court next month. Its alleged replacement credit cards mailed to city uniblocks in January were stolen and used to make fraudulent purchases. A 27-year-old woman allegedly on parole was arrested at her Watkins Street home in Merriweather while a 24-year-old man was arrested at his house in Callan Street in Stockton. An initiative providing internet access to seafarers on ships at the port of Newcastle was recently trialled in Sydney. Launched by the Tasbull Seafarers Foundation, the move would grant Wi-Fi connectivity to those working on board ships, giving them the basic ability to contact their families. Chairman Robert Coombs said it's a straightforward idea that will benefit visiting seafarers. And in sport, Irish striker Roy O'Donovan re-signed with the Newcastle Jets in time to help them avoid the wooden spoon. The 34-year-old was released from Brisbane Raw and will now stay signed with his former club for the rest of this campaign and all of next season. Interim coach Craig Dean said the proven goal scorer would be a great addition for their attack. And Merriweather Beach was set to host the 2020 Surf Fest competition starting early next month. Surfing stars Julian Wilson and Morgan Siblick were set to give Newcastle its best chance of victory. The pair will be competing in the contest alongside fellow Novocastrian Ryan Callanan, who also aims to take the home win. It was revealed the Wallaby will be returning to Newcastle to take on Argentina in a rugby championship test match. The game will be held in early September at McDonald Jones Stadium, where the team hasn't played in a test for eight years. The event is likely to bring thousands of tourists to the Hunter in a major boost to the economy. Newcastle Jets officials signed former Welsh international Carl Robinson to what could be the longest tenure of any coach in the club's history. The 43-year-old has agreed to take over the squad for the remainder of this campaign, while also committing to three more seasons.